Welcome to the Israel Conversation by Massah Leadership and Impact Center, the content engine behind Massah Israel Journey. We bring contemporary, challenging, and compelling Israel issues to light in ways that help us stay connected with what's really going on on the ground. I am your host, Michael Unterberg, here early on a Thursday morning with co-host... Liel Zahavi Asa. How you doing, Liel? Good. How are you? All right. Uh, a little confused, a little stunned. It was weird to wake Busy up yesterday. Week. Yeah. And so we have invited uh, one of our political experts, Rachel. How's it going? Hi, how are you? Did you also wake up yesterday morning? Also confused. Very confusing, right? (laughs) Yes, confused and a bit worried, actually. But yeah. All right. So let's get straight to the story that we're talking about. Who, Who wants to give just sort of the thumbnail, just basically... What did we wake up to yesterday? What's changed in this? It really is a bombshell to Israeli politics. Who can give like the summary? Well, our coalition is, uh, or our our government is very shaky right now anyway, because Mm -hmm. the numbers are very close in terms of um, the coalition being able to continue to survive in the way it's surviving. Um, It requires all the people who are currently sitting together to continue to sit together. And what because a 120 person Knesset, 61 people become the executive branch and run the government. The Knesset's the legislature and then the 61, right? So mm-hmm. they went yesterday from 61 to 60. Right. Exactly. Which is incredibly which unstable. The whole system. Yes. Rachel, can you explain why that happened yesterday? Who are the players and what is going sure. on? So, uh, as you said, our Knesset has 100, 120 members. In order for the Knesset to work, we need a majority. The coalition has to be the majority. So we need at least 61 members of the Knesset in order to start legislating and have majorities. And, and that's how this is supposed to work, because we are a democracy and majority actually has the has the option, has the, the right to, to, to rule according to majority. So yesterday, one of the members of the coalition decided that she wants to leave the coalition and pass to the opposition. And it doesn't mean that she's leaving the Knesset. She's just uh, changing size. That's it. Like she's going to the other team. That's she's how keeping her seat it. in the Knesset. She's just moving she's to... She's keeping the Knesset. That's right. So she, Edith Zillman, she's a member of the Yamina party. Uh, she, together with, the, with, with her party, which is the, the leader of the party, our prime minister, Naftali Bennett, uh, they were part of the coalition. And we all remember how hard it was to conform that coalition. One year ago, it, it's really, it, it really passed a year mm-hmm. <laughs> of that happening. And it was really hard because we have different parties from different ideologies. And we understand that the, 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 the main goal of that coalition was to actually turn down Benjamin Netanyahu. And they got it. They, they, they succeeded. And, and they were trying to rule and to govern with this little majority, which was only 61, knowing that they had a, a big risk. Because if one of those members of that coalition decided that he's not agreeing with something, according to, he, to her or his ideology or something that, I don't know, something that's really that he's not agreeing at all. So the, 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 the risk is that they will just change sides. Now, it's legal. Everything is fine. You can do that in Israeli politics. You can leave the coalition and pass to the opposition, even without your whole party. You can do it by yourself. 
and it happens in the past. Okay, we have different cases that one member passed to the position or even uh, a whole party. That, that can also be an option and, ha and happen. Uh, so what the, what's the, the status now is that we have, like, like we have 60 members in the opposition, 60 members in the coalition, and it, it means that the coalition can keep governing, but it's really shaky, as Liel said, because if one other member decides that he wants to pass to the coalition, so now to the opposition, sorry, so now they are really losing the majority and they cannot keep governing. And that so would mean new elections Knesset again? Can, not, not necessarily. The Knesset can, can dissolve, and there are many options that can happen now. Not necessarily elections, <laughs> okay? Uh, the opposition can propose a new government with the members of the Knesset that are now in the Knesset, mm -hmm. okay? So they can actually propose, but they need more people. They need more seven more people, more members of the Knesset to be part of the opposition, or now, if they want to become the coalition, okay, they need seven more members in order to conform a new government. So it means maybe a, a new part, a whole party needs to decide to be part of the opposition now. Mm. So this is very, very hard because they need to to convince uh, at least more, seven more um, members of the Knesset to be part of, of that block. Mm -hmm. The other case that we can have now in order to to save the coalition, and they are speaking about it, then one party of the opposition actually can change sides to the coalition. Mm -hmm. Okay, for example, in this case, the, 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 the Arab League, which I don't think will happen, but that's an, op that's an option that can happen. And many of the leftists in the, in the, in the coalition are, are proposing this scenario that actually the, the, the Arab League, which are, I think there are six seats, they actually go to the coalition and they actually save the current coalition. It will have, I'm not sure it will have it. I'm not sure they will be part well, it of seems like a very risky, it. it seems like a very risky strategy. Just if you, if you look at how yeah. many people sit in the Knesset, the right mm -hmm. holds, holds really most of the seats, which is why Netanyahu was having trouble, but it was trying to create this right-wing only coalition. And the only way to mm -hmm. beat him was, as you said, Rachel, to create this very diverse government, where Prime Minister Bennett's party, mm -hmm. Yamina, is all the way on the conservative end in terms of not only politics, yeah. but also, I would say, they were religiously very conservative, if you don't count Ram as Islamically conservative. But on the other end, you have Meretz, which is the most left-wing, so you had this very broad coalition. So if you start, and, and we just lost Silman because, and, and we'll get into it in, in, in a minute, but because she felt it wasn't right-wing enough and religious enough, if you start bringing in mm -hmm. Arab members from joint list to build up, you might you might get one or two more members, but you also might lose more members from the right. So it, it's, right. it's a, that's a very tricky maneuver to bring in joint list Arab Knesset members to the governing coalition. They were proposing that whoever proposed that were, was married. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean that the whole coalition will, will agree with that. What, I saw it on Twitter, and I thought, and... I thought, how how is that strategic? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a tactic that's yeah. going to end up blowing yeah. up in your face, and you're going to lose the whole coalition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. And then, if they are not able to 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 conform a government uh, with the actual members members of the Knesset, the opposition or the coalition doesn't matter. So we will have elections. So that's that's the 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 the, the third scenario. 
Like there were always the possibility of of conform a new government with the current members of the Knesset without elections. We we mm-hmm. had it in the past as well. Okay, mm-hmm. if you remember with Kadima and with Atmaud, with those parties that were were uh, they created new governments w- mm-hmm. without any any elections before that. But I'm not sure that they will be able to do that without elections. I'm I'm not sure. Like it's it's really uncertain well with what will happen and it also depends on the other members of the Amina that are still in the coalition that they have to think about they're having meetings the whole time secret secret meetings here and there and they have to decide if they want to go with Tillman to the opposition or stay with Bennett in the coalition I mean it, it's so crazy that uh, that the prime minister he, he is a prime minister who's the leader of a very small party and so this dissension in his party, a lot, this was this was a tricky maneuver for him, getting them to sit with parties like Robin Merritt's in the first place. It, it, am I right to say that Silman in particular got a lot of abuse for standing up for that and, and, and sitting in a government with people that she disagreed with, of, of all the members of Yamina, that she in particular and her family were were sort of harassed over the past year? By who? By I other think. people from the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By other, mm-hmm. by Likudniks or by... Uh, yeah, she was in a lot of pressure. Yeah. And she was the head of the coalition. She was the, she was leading the coalition. There's like a a role in the in the Knesset that there's the head of the coalition and the head of the opposition. And Silman mm-hmm. was the head of the coalition. So it's also very, very symbolic that she actually left the coalition when she was the leader of the coalition. And she was in a lot of pressure she was they really erased her um and i think she she couldn't stand anymore because of her ideology and um, there were many topics here and there specifically in this week that really broke the the, the, the string that that she was holding so she that's that she, we have this this situation today well there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation about why she really did it like um yeah she complained i think it was last week she was complaining about the the Kotel deal that 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 it never should have been made because we have to keep the orthodox uh, identity of the Kotel, and then this week she she left over this issue that the Supreme Court said that hospital administrators were allowed to bring chametz to work in 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 the hospital, and so when the government implemented that Supreme Court decision, she she claims that was the straw that broke the camel's back. But the speculation is this has nothing to do with it. This was, she was under pressure. She made a deal with Likud. Um, if they form a government, she could become health minister. And so this was, it was political dealings behind the scenes. She was just waiting for something to hang it on. But isn't that a huge risk on her part? Sure. Like, because it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's nice. It's great for her that they offered her um, some, uh, I think it was health minister, right? Mm-hmm. If, if they get if they become the coalition. But um, that's a big if. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the game, right? That's the game of politics. Yeah. And she had, she had, as Rachel is saying, she had a pretty nice position. But uh, I think partially, look, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Part of it is, it is hard, I would assume, for a member of Yamina to sit while Merit is implementing things that she disagrees with in principle. And it is true that Naftali Bennett's party stands for things that their base 
was not it, it, uh, there. There's been a lot of tension within within the Yamina voting base that he's sitting with parties that stand for things that they so strongly disagree with. Is it worth sitting with them just to keep BB out of power? Uh, so you know, I, I don't mean to say that this is anything more than normal Israeli politics, the wheeling and the dealing, and she's she's taking a very risky move, betraying the prime minister. I mean, she didn't even tell him. Mm-hmm. Like he found out. Yeah, from the- it seems to be a really big decision and something that I, I guess for me as a as a person who's keeping up with the news is a little bit surprising, but probably something that she's been thinking about and mulling over for a while. It, it sure looks like it. It sure looks like it. And the responses, you know, both in terms of videos and tweets from the right were so uh, well well framed. That there's even more, there's more speculation that they all knew, like this was arranged. Yeah, yeah, they're very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, yesterday there was a demonstration of the right that Vivi has the chance to speak, and they were like celebrating. That's it; yeah. they're really celebrating this mm-hmm. this move. Vivi's return, and I'm, I will not be that. Yeah, I will not be that excited. You have no idea what will happen if you go to the to 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 elections again. They just published a poll this morning, and the Likud it doesn't have the, the, the right block. They don't have the majority again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it's not that easy. Even yesterday, also uh, the members of the members of the Knesset of the of the ultra orthodox party, Gafni, mm-hmm. said something really interesting. That she said, "Okay, it's good that you are excited, but I will think twice who will be our leader." Mm-hmm. Like he didn't say any name, but he said that yes. Afterwards, he he regretted or he said that they misunderstood him. I, I don't know, but it was very clear what he was uh, saying. Like, so maybe that's a new strategy that the right has to take, like changing well, the leader, and maybe they, they might get a bigger majority. Think about I, it. I might <laughs> I think that's very likely. If you take BB out of the equation, you've easily got a right wing coalition. Easy, 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 mm-hmm. because y- Yamina will will go back. And join that. Yeah. You have uh, New Hope, Gidon Sars party, loses yeah. its whole reason to mm-hmm. exist. It, it can go back to a coalition mm-hmm. on the right. You have a Victor Lieberman right. without BB can go back to the right. Easy to make yeah. a right wing coalition yeah. if you just get past BB, yeah. which is exactly the situation we were in for the two years of four elections. Yeah. It, that's and the right. question still is who would lead that? Oh, that's that's a great question. Because without a leader, it <laughs> doesn't have happen. To- yeah, actually, that's what I'm, I was thinking yesterday night. Like, if we have a new one, so we have to understand who will be. And we really need election in order to, to him to have a campaign <laughs> because we need to meet him to understand what will be their new goals. I have no idea who will be that, that man or, or woman, but has to be something new that nobody... We know him, but not as a leader or not as, a, not, not as a, the next prime minister. So right. it will be very interesting. I think will be the most interesting scenario if we if we think about it. I'm curious if, you know, one of the possibilities, aside from Naftali Bennett, but you also have the possibility of Ayala Shaked stepping up. Wait, wait. And, wait, wait and saying, I was loyal to Bennett, but I'm also loyal to the right. And maybe I, I could be somebody who... So so who knows if it, it would be somebody from Yamina or somebody from Likud, or if Gidon Sar could possibly get back a, a, a sort of leading role in... Likud, which I don't know, seems unlikely, and and you even had dissension in Likud if they wanted to take in Silman. Like, 
Bibi was welcoming her with open arms, but other voices in Likud were saying, well, I don't know. I mean, this is a person who's not a very loyal member of her party. Why would we want mm-hmm. her back in Likud? Right. Yeah. Seems like a fair question. Yeah. And I think it will be very interesting because they, they can be very attractive to the idea. Like, you don't start now, maybe she's thinking, maybe we, we, sh- we, we should turn down this government and start mm-hmm. over again, and maybe I can be the leader. So it could be very uh, attractive to these leaders for the right that they are not in the right in the right block now because they don't like Vivi. That's the only reason. And so, and I think I and know. I think I think it's important for listeners to understand. But like, listen to what Rachel is saying. The dust has been kicked up. It's just beginning to be kicked up. It hasn't begun to settle. And when some when this sort of chaotic thing happens, everybody's looking for how to navigate mm-hmm. through it and come out with what they want. So yeah. it, it would be silly. We can we can tell you possible outcomes, but it would be silly for us to predict how this is going to end up yeah. because the possibilities are many, 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 many. And, and everybody's looking for ways. Look, Lapid now may have lost, because his deal with Bennett is that he'll be foreign minister and then they'll switch places. Well, that's yeah. not going to happen if this government doesn't remain stable. Now, by the way, the, the part of the reason it was so crazy for for the, you know, counting the chickens before they hatched, 60 seats is still the government. They can't easily vote to get any legislation passed, you know, through the legislation, but they're still running the ministries. Right. The, the, yeah, legislation would be very tough. There are many laws that need, you need 61 seats, 61 right. votes, sorry. Right. Uh, for example, one of the most important laws that they are they were trying to pass, it's a law that uh, Gideon Saar proposed about uh, limiting the, the years that you can be prime Term minister. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need 61 votes for that. So that's it. He can forget about that, that, that uh, legislation now. It passed the first, uh, first stage, but you need... It, it will never pass without 61. So... But in theory, uh, Bennett could remain prime minister if the government doesn't. If there's a, if there isn't a no confidence, if another person doesn't leave, then mm-hmm. in theory we could stumble through this entire administration with very little legislation passed, with with Bennett remaining prime minister, switching over with Lapid, Lapid becoming prime minister, Bennett becoming foreign minister, and make it to the and make it yeah, to the but end. But that seems. Yeah, but you only need a a little yeah. That's a big if. event here in this country that we have a lot of events in one day, and it it will break down the the opposition. It, it doesn't matter. It could, it could come from the right. It could it could come from the left. And given the fact that the that the coalition you have also from the left and from the right, mm-hmm. any situation could shake up very very quickly the the coalition. That's why sixty and sixty it, it's not the ideal scenario. Oh, it is uh, not. And 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 guys, just to remind you, I'm not talking about probability. I'm talking about possibility. It's theoretically possible. How likely that is, I would I would be afraid to guess at this point. Yeah. What's more likely it's than anything else? It's also possible. What happens if one or two people leave and follow Silman, and now we have 58? So now we, we're broken. Now <laughs> we're forced to go to elections, and then Lapid becomes prime minister of the caretaker government in the meantime? Yes. Which could oh, last... Yes, that's, the, that's what will happen. Part of the deal is I think happen. Lapid gets that, yeah. 
the paid gets yeah. okay like temporarily until the elections or until something happens so yeah well so until until success, successful election, elections are passed i mean we had we've just gone through mm-hmm. two years of caretaker governments that that was i mean i i almost said intolerable but we had to tolerate it so i guess that's the wrong word but it it's super dysfunctional so in one way or another Again, not probable, but possible. Right. It seems like Bennett's reign as prime minister might be coming to an end either way. It's possible. In any case scenario. He has to play very, very, a very clever political uh, political move here because he can, he can lose his prime ministership. But if he wants to keep and to stay in politics, he also needs to be very, very clever because... Mm-hmm. If he doesn't make a good move, that's it. It's, it can also be the end of his political career, career, like in general. So he needs to be very clever. He needs to understand who are his real uh, friends in this case, because even his party <laughs> it's, are not their best friends. Mm-hmm. So he, he needs to play it very, very, very cleverly. He needs to understand how to keep going. He needs to, I don't know, maybe to understand that the, if he's from the right, so maybe he has to work better on the right and to choose the right people in the right again speaking about Bibi and 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 bid like he has to decide again i know he's the worst position ever Silman really embarrassed I don't want him. to be in yeah. he's in a rough position <laughs> sure. although yeah. Rachel, i'm not sure. saying i'm not disagreeing with you but i will say when you say end of career in politics you have to put that in in uh, quotation marks end you know quote unquote end because in israeli politics people come back you know I mean, how many times have we read about Bibi's end end of his career in politics, and then he came? You know, there's yeah. the stories in Israel of people who come back. There are people who do ruin their careers, but not everybody. Sometimes you can even go to prison and come back and be head of Shas. You know. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say though right. about about Bennett versus uh, Bibi when you know serving as prime minister, Ben Bibi has remained fairly loyal to his um side to his you know the, to his voter group block. of people yeah to exactly to his block right and bennett did something very risky with his own political career which is create this coalition that's mixed with the left and mixed with arab uh, parties and that caused him a lot of um well a lot after of people BB in his block it. to sort of turn after bb reached out to the arab parties yeah which is why which is uh, why you Bennett's get really so little with them Right. making decisions with them. And I think but that really vi- makes a lot of people in his blog not happy. It does. And yet, surprise, I find it counterintuitive how little attack Bennett gets from the right. The The Arab parties get yelled at. But there's very <laughs> little yelling at Bennett for, for making a deal with Ram because BB was trying to do it and Bennett pulled it mm-hmm. out from under him. So so that's sort of, so there's, there's you certainly have from uh, the Smotrich party, you know, calling Arab ministers of Knesset terrorists and, you know, really anti-Arab stuff like that. But it's surprising how how rarely they yell at Bennett for it. And in fact, Salman's not leaving because of that. She's leaving because the Jewish character of the right. state she feels is being threatened, not by Arabs, but by not standing up for, I guess, Orthodox Jewish identity issues, culture issues, uh, Although obviously, as we said, it's very political. Somebody, somebody, uh, I think it was Ellie Fisher tweeted today. I hope I'm not misidentifying. He said, 
you know, for somebody who's leaving the party because she fears that the Jewish character of the state is under assault, I can't think of anything more Jewish than collapsing a government because somebody's bringing like a sandwich into a hospital on Pesach. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's. But do you know something? The yeah. topic about the, the 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 Jewish state. It was many times the reason of of breaking the governments and the Knesset. It Say was more. maybe with the, with the ultra orthodox and with. The, even the, with the army, like it's not the first time that this topic brings the end of a of a coalition, which is uh, which I always said it's the most political issue topic yeah. in Israel. Wow, the, 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 the issue of Jewish and and like the, the the Jewish and democracy and all those those topics. So it's interesting that again it's it's an issue regarding that. Uh, tell me if you disagree that's with me. Complicated that's, topic. Tell me if you disagree, but it is the biggest reason we don't have a constitution. Our yeah. Declaration of Independence said we were supposed to have one by September of 48. It's a little late. Like, it's not, I don't think we're going to make yeah. September of 48. <laughs> and, and really, the... the, the, the it's stick actually in October. Yeah, it's written in the Declaration of Independence. Oh, October? By, by yeah. October 48, we'll yeah. have to have a constitution, and we still, we still wait. I, but, I mean, we, we, but, we can yeah, try if we rush, reason. but... But I think the religious state issue is really, and and it's not surprising after two thousand years of exile that we don't we don't have a good idea. We haven't we we yeah, can't agree to, on how. Yeah, we were always we were very good at compromising that issues. For example, when you when you negotiate with the ultra orthodox, you have to give up in those topics if you want them in your coalition. So that's what happened many many times in this in the government and in Israel. Uh, and now again, I don't know. I think it's it's interesting that that not a, not a Palestinian conflict, not security issues, only Hametz and the sandwich in a, the in a hospital. hospital. Such a, it's such an interesting way to explain it. You know, you, you bring up you, you were mentioning even before we were recording, Rachel. Like this is a really tense time. We have all these Ramadan security issues, and we have all these IDF operations. You know, neutralizing all sorts of security threats, and we've lost in the past month. 11, whether citizens or, or, or not, you know, people from Ukraine and, and Jews and Arabs and 11 victims of terror and, and wounded and in the middle of all this chaos of, of Ramadan security and Pesach is coming and, 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 and this balancing act with dealing with Ukraine that Israel's walking this tightrope. <laughs> this is, is it fair yeah. to say as a political analyst, <laughs> I don't think Bennett wanted this right now. No, he didn't. That's yeah. why, again, I will say, I will tell you, I don't want to be Bennett now, and yeah. and it's 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 really like unhealthy for us for Israel because Bennett was actually trying to negotiate between Putin and Zelensky in those days, and now maybe they mm -hmm. will see they will start asking questions like, what's going on in Israel? Like, are, are mm -hmm. you still the prime minister? What, what's wrong? What? Like, they will. We will not explain to them the whole story that we are speaking now, like to Putin and Zelensky. They are just seeing an instability in the political uh, arena in Israel, and it, they will start asking questions as well. The United States, like they were starting big deals now with the world, with Lapid and 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 Bennett, and and now, like, they will start asking if they are still in the leadership or not, because they know that we in Israel had many elections, we changed things the whole time. We are politically not stable, and then again. So, I think that also internationally it could be a like it it could harm us. Uh, the, the the fact that the, there's no political stability. Once you now, weaken, once days. you weaken the government politically, you're saying it also weakens it diplomatically, 
God yes, forbid it weakens security. A weaken, oh, weaken government is a weaken government in all the different meanings of the word. Like that's that's a yeah. that is Could scary. Be. It depends how do they times. manage yeah. it. It depends how do they manage it. We we understand that we had many security issues here in Israel, even during like a week before elections or something like that. We had a or after, like we had the all the all the rockets coming through here, like mm-hmm. or before the government was established. I mean, I'm not sure when was it after so many elections. I, I I'm pretty, I'm confused now. It is confusing. It it really depends how do they manage it, and they have to be very very clever in that way. Which message they will pass to the world and also to us, to the citizens. <laughs> What's going on? What what will happen with us? Mm-hmm. Well, the last person who decided that that COVID was the was the chaotic threat that needed a stronger government was was Benny Gantz, who people are speculating maybe he's going to jump forward and create a new coalition and a new. Yeah, he's saying some kind of words that, like he said that he will he will try to keep this government alive. Mm-hmm. Could, it depends on him as well because he has, sure. I think, seven or eight seats. More than better. Um, but it could be. That possibly, maybe he can be like attracted by Netanyahu as well. And maybe he will be the one who br- breaks the whole thing. <laughs> like, again, again it's another scenario. Possible, he spoke yeah. about it because he's really quiet about it. But he tweeted today or yesterday that his, his party is united and he will do anything to keep this government alive. Mm-hmm. But again, it's Benny Gantz. Like he can switch sides, sides like in 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah after yeah. what we, we had with him in the past. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> so it's another, another, yeah. Yeah. Specifically here in Israel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess so. And it's, look, it is, uh, uh, if you put aside, that it makes us feel very queasy and nervous and, and nobody wants to go back to election after election of deadlock. It is really interesting. And it is, <laughs> if, if you like the sort of just the sports of it and, and you know, and, and we're, and, you know, obviously we have a time limit on a podcast, but we could go on through the possibilities. They're endless. And you see all these, you know, think pieces and opinion pieces going up on, on uh, Israeli media about, well, could it be this, and could it be that, and could it be this? It is sort of, on the one hand, exciting, but on the other hand, that comes with... Like you were saying, Liel, she's taking a big risk for possible big gains that could end up blowing up in her face. The, the, just the, just the, 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 the betting aspect, the gambling aspect, the sports aspect is very interesting. Politics is an Israeli sport because we are not good at any sport. So <laughs> politics has to be yeah. our. <laughs> That's well, I don't want to get into that. You know, we 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 have some gold medals. Sure we are good at it, but we like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, are you pessimistic, optimistic, or just unnerved and concerned, Liel? Me, I am. Uh, I don't know. I'm waiting to see what happens, and also knowingly going to be surprised and feeling a little pessimistic. Okay, so cautious, curious, cautious, yeah. and slightly pessimistic. Yes. Rachel, like I know there's going to be uh, some some big surprises coming up soon. That that is the smartest possible attitude always. As I whatever will happen will surprise me. I I I. I to guess means it's probably not going to happen because if I can guess it, then that's yeah. not what's going to happen. <laughs> probably yeah. not. Yeah, Rachel. Okay, so I'm concerned now because of the timing, specifically because of the timing. Like I was not expecting this to happen now, 
Because? Uh, well, the, the other side, what? Because all the security things, all yeah. the diplomatic things that are happening around us and that Bennett is actually leading and supposedly he has a strategy and it's not short term, it's long, long term and with Iran and all these issues mm. that, that are always around us. And they are building a new strategy and now this strategy might be stopped by like other leadership, we, we are not sure. Mm-hmm. And but in the other side, it's not surprising that this, this coalition it's not surviving. Like we were very happy that ah we we live we have a year with this coalition, and like we are people really were very surprised it's lasted this long. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's not surprising. It's it's such a weak coalition. So it it it, it we were not supposed to be surprised about this this happening now. Um, so that didn't work on me. I was I, very surprised. I didn't expect that would happen with Silman, but right. like this way. But but again, it's not surprising that actually happened, and that and then we at, that we have more than a year with this with this with this uh, government alive I, and running. So, I, once they passed the budget, I was like, okay, that yeah. means they found a system that they can work together, and yeah. now we have a while. And I thought if it broke, it would be over something substantive and not yeah, an excuse yeah. the, 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 let's be honest the chametz thing is uh, we don't know we're not in her head i'm not you know politics is a difficult game i'm not a politician but i think it's mm-hmm. fair to speculate as we said that chametz is an excuse that this is a deal she made and okay yeah. that's the game she played as you said rachel she's playing by the rules so i'm not i'm not saying that she's better or worse than other politicians. But I would have thought it would have been over a substantive issue and not just... She could have done this a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and to But just... I also want to be surprised, as Liel. Like, if you ask me, how do I feel? I want to be surprised and maybe the, 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 the solution will come from something that we're not expecting. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to be surprised because that, that will make me like even happy, even that I, li- I don't like surprise. Like some scenario that we really didn't expect at all. I, I want that. <laughs> okay, so so Liel is curious, ca- uh, cautious, and somewhat pessimistic. Rachel, you are surprised, not surprised. <laughs> and also, you want to be optimistic, but you're not willing to say you're optimistic. You want, you're, okay, you're hopeful right. that you can be optimistic, is that it? I always hope to be autistic. <laughs> that's okay, the so way I live in this country every day. <laughs> yeah, okay. Deal. So I'll take I'll take the opposite then. And yeah, we'll we'll put Rachel in the middle. Liel, Liel, you're you're uh, curious, cautious, and pessimistic. So I'll be curious, cautious, and optimistic. And Rachel's in the perfect spot in the middle. And uh, that's where I'll have to leave it. Don't so. I hope that's helpful to listeners who found the headlines confusing. It's it's once you break it down, it it, it isn't that complicated. It's just that it, it, at first glance, it just does seem confusing. But if you have sixty one seats and that's your coalition, and one person leaves, everything goes into this weird balance that now is open to all sorts of possibilities. That's I think yeah, the nice. quickest. That's where we are. And so, a little background from Rachel is I think helpful. And I, I think this will help our, our, our listeners sort of wrap their head around it. And now when you open, I still say papers. You're not supposed to say, I, what do I, when, if I open up. Open your news feed. When you open your news, 
Well, but newsfeed sounds like social media, and I don't get news. journalism from social media. So I guess when I open my news, and again, I, I, we, I, I mention this from time to time. If you want to follow Israeli news, look in Israeli news. We always complain that, oh, BBC doesn't cover us well New York. Of course they don't. Read Israeli news sources. Pick your source. Pick a few sources. And now, hopefully, this will give you some insight that will help you follow. Rachel, as always, thank you so much for coming in and making sense thank out you. of the chaos for us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Liel, Thanks for thank inviting you. again. Sure. And Liel, thank you. And I'm not going to turn off the Zoom, but I am going to stop the recording because it's the end of the episode. Bye-bye. Masat Israel Journey is dedicated to shaping a promising future for the young Jewish individual, the global Jewish community, and the connection to the state of Israel. Masat offers life-transforming, long-term opportunities in Israel that allows fellows to create their own future. Check out MasaIsrael.org for more info.